What's up, wrestling fans? How's everybody doing out there on this fine weekend? This uh, beginning of October in 2020, recording this on Saturday night, October 3rd, 2020 at 7.55 p.m. Pacific time. I'm the webmaster Wade Needham with this special podcast. It's not not an official episode of, of the Rings Hoops podcast. No, it's just a special here to give my thoughts on what I just watched, which was Impact Wrestling's Victory Road. I renewed my Impact Plus subscription like you all should, because it's a great service when it works. Um, there was a couple of hiccups at the beginning of, of Victory Road tonight. But um, after after uh, the, the second match or in the middle of the second match of the night, they fixed it. And Impact was very transparent about it. They acknowledged the problems that they had uh, on Twitter. And they let everybody know that everything was fixed, which is a good thing. Because, you know, they, they didn't have to lie about it. Um, they acknowledged it. They let us know. I like that in a wrestling company. I like that in any company. Wrestling aside, right? Wrestling aside. But anyway, for Victory Road, it took place um, in Nashville, Tennessee. Not like it matters because it was you know there's no audience or anything, right? But it was at the Skyway Studios. Uh, it was an exclusive Impact Plus special event. It wasn't an actual like pay per view like Bound for found, I can't speak like Bound for Glory is going to be later on this month. It wasn't like that. This was kind of like a here you go guys something a little extra for you over on Impact Plus to give you a little bit more worth your money worth your seven ninety nine. And during the broadcast, I noticed that uh, Josh Matthews made mention that the uh, next special uh, is going to take place in November. And uh, he, I think he believe I believe he said it was going to be called Turning Point, which is old Impact Wrestling uh, TNA pay per view name. And then in December was going to be Final Resolution, which I believe that 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 used to be the January pay per views for TNA, right? And I thought Turning Point was the December, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway, they're bringing those back. They're going to be specials. They're not pay per views, but they're Impact Plus specials, which is cool because you get them for seven ninety nine. With the entire other video library from Impact Wrestling, including you know the old TNA days, right? So it, it's it's just as good of a value for the Impact Plus app as as it is for nine ninety nine for the WWE app. So if you're a wrestling fan, I mean this is great because you got all that history from uh, Impact Wrestling for the last eighteen years. That's a that's a rich deep video library, you know. WWE's been around for a lot longer, obviously. And, you know, for $2 more, you get their video library, which includes other promotions, not just WWE, but WCW and ECW and whatnot. But anyway, I'm just rambling. But, yeah. So I'm glad that I renewed my subscription for Impact Plus because this was, I had nothing else going on tonight. And, you know, this was a, an event. The card looked strong to me. Uh, there was nine matches on the card. There was... um I guess technically they they say that the uh yeah, the rascals and uh, you know Triple XL was uh, a pre-show match but that still took place you know during the actual event but um so yeah there was nine matches total that was you know streamed right so let me get my thoughts on that I don't want to waste any more of your guys' time uh this isn't supposed to be a full length ring scoops podcast this is like a little this is, I, I, guess, I don't know, we'll call it a fun cast, right? Because I had some fun tonight watching some Impact. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good to see some, some decent wrestling on a Saturday night. 
So the show opened up with The Rascals, Dez and Wentz, going up against Triple XL, AC Romero and Larry D. Opening match. Always love to see The Rascals in action. I think they're an amazing tag team, you know? Um, I would love to see them become the face of the tag team division one day and have a lengthy title run. This is a pretty good opening match for the event as well. I think uh, they all put on a pretty good effort. Happy to see the Rascals pick up the win. It was a good tag team match. The next match on the card, Brian Myers defeated Tommy Dreamer. And both of these guys can deliver, especially Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer put over Myers, which I sort of expected. And it looks like they're going to have a rematch this coming Tuesday on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. So, yeah. I, I love seeing these guys work together, and I'd love to see these guys work together more. Maybe they can reinvent the magic of the Booker T, Chris Benoit, Best of Seven series that they had back in the day in WCW. That'd be nice, huh? I, I Honestly, I would love to see that. Brian Myers, Tommy Dreamer, Best of Seven series. That right there, oh, come on. That's, that's a dream come true for a guy like me because these guys can tear it down in the ring. Good, good stuff. Uh, the next match was for the X Division Championship. Willie Mack defeated Rohit Raju via a countout, which means that Rohit keeps the X Division Championship. Um, this match, it didn't, it didn't have that typical X Division feel. You know what I mean? Willie Mack is an incredible performer. Don't get me wrong. I, I love this dude's work. He's a perfect fit for the X division. I just can't say the same for Rohit. I'm not knocking the guy. Trust me, I'm not. To me, he just doesn't fit in with the X division style. And if this is the evolution of the X division of what it's supposed to be like today compared to you know back in its heyday, I don't think I like the evolution of it. Just saying. Who knows though? Maybe just maybe it was just him and Willie didn't have chemistry. I don't know. This match just didn't do it for me. You know, it didn't. Willie Mack, I love Willie Mack. I've got nothing bad to say about Willie Mack at all. I don't. Not to say that I have something bad to say about Rohit Raju, but um, I'm not as familiar with his work as I am Willie Mack's. I just from what I saw out of this, I it just didn't seem like a typical X division to me, but. You know, it is what it is, I guess, right? Uh, the next match that took place, uh, Tanil Dashwood defeated Jordan Grace. And I, I, I say this, okay? I'm kind of digging this whole thing, this whole gimmick. Caleb with a K. Him being Tanil's personal photographer and everything. They certainly, they've settled into the act. That's a good thing. They're comfortable with it. I like it. It didn't seem like it was something that was like just thrown together. They don't know what to do. Like they've settled into this. As far as the match goes here with Tanil and Jordan, you know, both these women, I, 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 they've had better matches, but I, this wasn't, this wasn't a piece of shit by the, any stretch of the imagination. I'm not trying to say that it had a lot of fun moments and I would have been happy either way with whoever was the winner to Neil Dashwood in this case was the winner of the match. Um, it, it, like I said, it had fun moments. It was a good match. It wasn't great. It was not shit. 
You know, I, it was right, right in the middle. You know, it's the 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 Goldilocks thing right there, right? It was uh, the nice. Uh, it was the perfect, the perfect uh, middle spot. You know, the Goldilocks zone, like where Earth is in the solar system. That's what this match was. If that makes any sense to you. All right, up next we've got uh, uh, a, a good solid tag team match here: uh, Heath and Rhino. Taking on Reno Scum. Heath and Rhino were victorious. Solid tag team wrestling here as ex- expected with these four seasoned performers. Um, I just I love to see anything that Heath is a part of. Uh, this match was definitely worth a watch. Really good stuff. Uh, there's nothing more I could say about that. It was just, it was good. It was solid. It was um, one of the top three matches of the night is this tag team match. Heath and Rhino defeated Reno scum. Good stuff. Trey and Moose. When they said that this match was going to take place, I thought, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Trey. You're you're going you're gonna to get destroyed, man. Moose is just going to run right through you. However, I'm shocked that Trey got the win here. But I'm not shocked at the same time, if that makes any sense. Moose was looking for EC3. And EC3's playing mind games on Moose. Trey was able to pick up the victory. And it was a huge win for Trey. I'm hoping that this is going to be the start of major things for everybody involved, including Trey. Because that dude's got a big upside, especially in Impact Wrestling. They can make a huge star out of Trey. I, You know what? Throw Trey into um, the, the X Division title picture with uh, Rohit. Let's see what those two guys can do. Let's see, let's see those two guys... Uh, tear it up in the ring and change my mind about Rohit Raju. I think Trey could be the guy that could do that. They could bring that out of him. But that was um, it was an interesting match between those two guys, Trey and Moose. Um, we had a, a fatal four-way matchup. Alex Shelley, Ace Austin, Josh Alexander, and Carl Anderson. And uh, it was Josh Alexander to pick up the victory. And these guys put a hell of an effort into this match. A lot of really good spots. Everybody looking to one-up each other and get the victory and whatnot. Uh, They gelled together, every single person that was out there. Ultimately, it was Josh Alexander to get the victory, and I'm not really going to complain, even though I I pulled for Ace Austin to win. I think Ace Austin, I think, is the future of Impact Wrestling. Um, But Josh Alexander, he's a superb athlete. He's got a bright future in Impact as well. I would not be surprised if these two guys, if they were to remain with the company for the next, you know, two to three years, uh, maybe these two guys, Josh Alexander and Ace Austin, they could be, they can headline bound, bound for glory in about a year or two. I, I really believe in these two guys that much. They're tremendous performers. Uh, up next was the semi main event. It was for the, uh, the knockouts championship, Deanna Perrazzo defending against Susie. And um, Deanna Perrazzo got the victory here. I was really hoping that Susie would get the win. I know it, it's it's documented, right? It's just it's documented. I I just I there's something about Deanna Perrazzo I just don't like. So any chance that I I get to see her potentially drop the belt, uh, I'm gonna root for her opponent. I'm sorry. I know there's probably a lot of uh, Deanna Perrazzo fans that are listening to this podcast right now, and 
You know, you guys are waving your fists at me like, yeah, you freaking disabled motherfucker, you know. That's fine. You know, be mad at me. I don't care. Um, Because at the end of the day, it's wrestling. It's supposed to be for fun. What I have to say shouldn't affect your life. And whatever happens on the screen, it obviously doesn't affect my life. And it shouldn't affect your life either. So it's entertainment, right? It's entertainment. She, I, I, she, you know, she's the heel, right? So she's doing her job. I don't, I don't like her. <laughs> it, it, I know it goes beyond the whole because, she, oh, she's doing a good job as a heel thing. But that's a good excuse. Like she's a heel. I don't like her. So she did her job. Uh, it was a good match though. It really was. Um, you know, I could look past my dislike at Deanna Peraza and I could say they had a really good match together. They had a lot of good chemistry. There was a good psychology to the match. Uh, it was a good match. The finish and the aftermath, it was good as well. Uh, Susie getting her arm broken. Um, you know, maybe this will be Susie becoming Sue Young again. And maybe down the road she'll go on to beat Deanna. Uh, only one can hope. And if, hey, you know what? If, if that's the case, then uh, even better with what they did here tonight. But um, I'll, I'll say this. Despite my dislike of Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Josh Matthews did such a good job on the mic tonight commentary of putting over what her character is, what her motivation is in Impact Wrestling, that I finally, my eyes opened up a little bit. I got a glimpse into what they're trying to accomplish with her. And the way that he put her over on the mic matched her actions in the ring. And that's a good thing right there. That was cohesiveness with creative, with performance, and with commentary. And that, man, when you get those three things aligned, oh, it's magic right there. It really is. So, hey, you never know. that Maybe that could be a small little glimmer of hope that I might turn around on my whole Deanna Perrazzo thing, right? Huh? Ah, yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, now we've got our main event of the evening. Eric Young defending the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship against Eddie Edwards. In this match, it had everything a main event needed. It had big names for Impact, had big tension, had big performance. Both of these guys, they delivered an amazing main event. It was Eric Young that picked up the victory. And I am loving, I am loving, 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 loving what Impact is doing with Eric Young. He just fits perfectly with this promotion. He's the missing puzzle piece of what Impact needed these last two to three years. I'm not going to say that he w- it would be the same thing if he would have just stuck around and never went to WWE. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Everything happens for a reason, right? So those years that Eric Young spent away from Impact did him good. Whether or not, you know, I mean, you can argue if he had any kind of success over there. I mean, obviously his run at NXT was phenomenal. When they got brought up to the main roster, like a lot of people in NXT, you know, it wasn't it didn't match with what we saw in the NXT performances. But you can't say that he didn't pick up something over there. He picked up something. He learned something over there. And it's really showing with this run right here. I am just loving what Impact is doing with Eric Young. After the match, Rich Swan came out. Pretty much, you know, they hyped up the main event of Bound for Glory later this month. Bound for Glory is their biggest event of the year. It's their WrestleMania. And we're going to see Eric Young and we're going to see Rich Swan for the Impact Heavyweight Championship. Um, 
I can't say that I would be rooting for Rich Swan to pick up the victory at Bound for Glory, but if if he gets it, I mean, I see what they're trying to go with on this. I uh, I personally I don't see Rich Swan being a big main eventer guy over at Impact Wrestling. I just he's a great performer. I just don't see him in the top of the you know the the heavyweight division like that. I, 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 he's an X division guy to me. But you know that yeah. I I guess it's just more. I guess I'm more just pro Eric Young than I am anything else with this. I just don't want to see him lose the title. I guess that's my biggest thing. If Rich, like I said, if Rich Swan wins, okay, I, I see it. I, I see what they're trying to accomplish. Doesn't mean that I have to get behind it, but I see what they're trying to do. I think Eric Young, I think, has the bigger upside as the champion. I think I don't think he has enough heat behind him yet to make it a huge win for Rich Swan in such a setting like a Bound for Glory. But maybe they could change my mind on that in the next three weeks. Time will tell. Uh, overall, this event was okay. It wasn't out of this world, it was, but it was far from the worst I've seen from Impact Wrestling. For what it was, which was an Impact Plus special, not a pay-per-view, but a special event, it was all right. It helped progress things to get us along Bound for Glory. It was supplemental uh, content. I thought it was good uh, for an impact special. It was all right. Uh, it was, like I said, it progressed everything to get us to Bound for Glory, right? Which is good. So in, in my eyes, that was a success for this event. It did its job like, that way, right? I mean, that's all we could say. That's all we can hope for. It did its job. So there you go. Uh, so that's my thoughts on, uh, on Impact Wrestling Victory Road 2020. Um, I, I'm going to keep my impact plus subscription for, for this next coming month. Uh, cause I want to see the next special. And if that still does a good job, like tonight did, I keep rolling with it. So that's another plus right there is that victory road was good enough for me to say, you're going to get another $8 from me. So impact. Thank you so much for the entertainment on the Saturday night. Even if I get Impact Plus and the only thing I do with it is just watch these once-a-month specials, I think that's a good price point right there. Um, I, To me, not even WWE. Even if, if, if they didn't have the network and if WWE was still on pay-per-view for 50 bucks a pop, I, I would argue with myself whether or not I would I would shell out the money for those guys. So, uh, you know, take that as, as a big compliment right there. Okay? Um, I'm glad that you guys are at this price point. I would be more than happy to shell out eight bucks a month for these events once a month like that. Um, just for those alone, let alone you get the video library with impact plus and there's other content that's not impact on there as well. So I know it sounds like a big commercial for impact plus, right? I'm just excited about a wrestling fan. When I see, when I see some decent wrestling, I get excited. I get giddy. I'm, I'm a fanboy for wrestling. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of people say, Oh, this guy only watches WWE and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I I watch. Yeah, I love WWE. I grew up on the WWE. You know, it was like my babysitters. I, I kind of owe it to them. Um, am I am I a hundred percent always in agreement with everything they do? No, there's things I complain about. Just, gee, listen to the podcast. You guys will know that. I complain about stuff that just I don't like. Whether it's WWE, Impact, AEW. There's a lot in AEW I don't like, but still. But my biggest things I like. I obviously I do. I watch the WWE banner. 
I watch Impact Wrestling. I watch MLW. I can't wait to see more MLW because they're coming back, right? The big restart, right? Um, they got the big thing with the NWA doing the primetime thing. I can't wait to to dive into that, to set some time aside and dive into that and see what that's all about. Uh, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan in 2020. It really is. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in for this special little podcast here. Like I said, it's not an official, big, real, like, official Ring Scoops podcast. It's more of a fun cast. Maybe I'll call it that, the, the Ring Scoops fun cast, where I just kind of, you know, give my thoughts on an event or whatnot afterwards. Um, expect another one, uh, you know, tomorrow night. Tomorrow is NXT TakeOver 31. Uh, I'm going to jot my notes down while I watch that, and I'll do another one of these little fun casts about that. So stay tuned for that right here on anchor.fm slash ring scoops or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And um, yeah, that's it right there. Uh, Don't forget, follow on social media too uh, at ring scoops on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, The podcasts, anchor.fm slash ring scoops, twitch.tv slash ring scoops guy. ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops. RingScoops.com. Just go there. You get all the links for everything. So, all right, cool. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the Webmaster Wed Nate. I'm saying thank you. Good night and be cool.